Olivier. Eu Olá, Hi, Eu falo um pouco de português, hein? que isso? <risos> Você quer fazer essa entrevista em português? Não, não, é, é melhor em inglês. E é melhor em inglês. em inglês, então. Ah, ah, que legal. Olivier, where are, where are you speaking from? So right now I'm in Istanbul and I mean, oh no, I wanted to, okay. I, I have this amazing view of, of the city. Nice. It's, it's really cool. What are you doing in Istanbul today? Well, you know, I love to travel. As you know, I have been traveling like six months a year for uh, like 10 years, a, a little bit less last year because of uh, the situation. But I was in Cancun uh, last week and uh, I was on my way back to Dubai because I live in Dubai. And I was like, hey, I've never been to Istanbul. So let's go there and see how it is, you know? And uh, I love the city, it's just awesome. Do, do, does Dubai count as travel for you? doesn't count no because no because it's my base that's where i spend like not most of the time of the year but where i, I spend most of the time compared to all other countries do you i mean you've been traveling you're living several places lisbon i remember when i visited you in london when you were living in london have your base in london that all said how does dubai compare to lisbon and london is it better or are you just there for you know the tax advantages and so on? So it's a good question. Uh, when I was in London, after three years, I was ready to move and I was hesitating between Lisbon and, and uh, Dubai, actually. So it's really cities I compared. Um, and I, I'm in love with Lisbon. It's my favorite city in, uh, in Europe. I, I really enjoyed London. I know you, you live there also. And Dubai, actually, I didn't want to go there. The first time I went, I was almost forced to go uh, because I didn't see the point. But when I went, I was actually surprised to like the city. So of course, the tax advantage is a big one uh, when you're an entrepreneur, but it's not the only reason. I always say if the tax advantage will be the only reason people go somewhere, a lot of people will live in Andorra. You know, it's a small country between France and Spain where there is a basically no tax and there is no one there. So it's not the only reason. And uh, there are a lot to, to love in Dubai. It's like, I have a feeling I live in the city of the future. Uh, it's super business friendly, everyone speaks English. It's the most international, international city I ever saw. Yeah, like 85% of the population is from other countries and it's such a mix, it's awesome. And the food is great, the weather is awesome. Uh, in the summer, it's a bit hot, but the rest of the year, it's, it's awesome. And it's awesome to travel to and from also, it's a great hub. So. Yeah, I, I, I was surprised, but actually I felt in love with Dubai. Nice. Now, can you explain to the people that have, doesn't happen to know you, how do you get to live traveling for how many years, being everywhere since Dubai, London, Caribbean, you were last, last week, this week you are in um, Istanbul. How, how do you get to do that? Where, did you have rich parents and they, they actually gave you a lot of money and then you just splash it? So no, well, how, how did you, how do you, how do you do that? No, so I, I was not, uh, my parents are not wealthy at all. Uh, they are not even entrepreneurs. They, they are just normal people, you know. Actually, they were even not poor, but not like maybe lower middle class, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. And I, I dropped school at 18 to create my first business. Uh, that's so which grade you were when you dropped school? 
I don't know how to say it in English, but basically, I don't even have the basic diploma in France, you know. So it, I was Not in high school. In, so you dropped high school? So you didn't finish yes. high school? Yeah, I didn't finish high school. So you just so, say, mom, dad, I, I, I'm going to stop. And mom and dad said, okay, fine. Is that so it was, yeah, I mean, they were a bit un unhappy about this, but uh, I was very bad at school at the time. I was so bored, actually, that uh, my my marks were really low. I was actually summoned by the director of the high school who said, hey, you are so unmotivated that you are demotivating the teachers. Some teachers, they don't, they don't want to give class when you are in the classroom. And uh, <laughs> can you imagine that? And it's true I because I mean, I understand now because I was literally sleeping on my desk, you know? Uh, and uh, so they, they were seeing that there was a problem, you know, with me in school. And when I told them, hey, I'm gonna try this, start an IT company because you know I'm good with IT. Uh, they didn't like it, but they were like, okay, maybe it's better than actually him sleeping on the desk, you know? Uh, so they were, they at least gave me the benefit of doubt. And I told them, worst case, I come back in school in one year, in two years, it's gonna be a good experience. Uh, and it, it, it turned out that uh, I managed to, to have a successful business with it. And it was a great adventure, but you know, like most entrepreneurs, I realized after a few years that this business I created to be free was actually a jail I created for myself. And uh, because, you know, I was working 60, 70 hours a week, like most entrepreneurs, I, I couldn't see how to sell the business. I couldn't see how to work less in the business without putting the business like uh, in, at risk. Um, and I was like, fuck. I will now want, I want to have more balance between my personal and my professional life. And I don't know how to do it. I am trapped in this business. It's my only source of income. And I, I look for a solution for years and I, I stumbled a book uh, like in 2008 that completely changed my life. It is the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss. So, uh, a semana de cuatro, cuatro horas, de, cuatro horas de trabajo. Trabalho cuatro horas. Trabalho, trabalho quatro horas por semana. It's okay. the title in Portuguese. Okay, so, and these, I mean, I read this book and also I read um, The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. And these two books gave me basically uh, the solution I was looking for to have a business that was in service of my life instead of my life being in service of, of my business. And that's when I had the idea of creating a business, an online business, so I could have this uh, freedom of traveling when I wanted, because I always uh, have loved to travel, but I couldn't do it really before. So now I enjoy it, you know, since my, I have a successful online business, I, I just love to travel all the time and uh, discover new cultures. I've been to so Brazil a lot. I love it so, too. So the recipe to be able to travel all over is to read two books, those two? <laughs> no, it, just, it was just a start, obviously, obviously. It's oh, not. but how, how do you get to do that? So what is the, okay. what is the secret? So, uh, I mean, people must be curious. I mean, you read two books course. and now you're traveling the whole world. They're in Dubai one day, in Istanbul the other day, the Caribbean the other day, in London, living in London, Lisbon, and so on and so forth. What, what, is, what is the secret? So, I don't know if there is one secret, but What was your, your way? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. secret my, is kind of oversimplifying, but how, how do you do that? Yeah, okay, so my way was to, uh, I knew I wanted to have an online business. I didn't know exactly how to do it. 
So I began to explore uh, a way to do it. And you know, in entrepreneurship, you have basically two schools of thought. You have the school of thought that say, hey, you need to burn your ships. And basically you have two options. Either uh, you succeed or you die, basically. And it can work for some people. Uh, and there is another one, which is more my school of thought, which is, hey, you, you, you have to take risk, but you can take like, like uh, balanced risk. You don't have to do all it, you know, like in focus. You can do like small risk. And what you want to do when you have an idea, a motivation, something you want to change in your life is to ask yourself, okay, what is the experiment I can do right now in my life without changing everything? You know, what is the experiment that can make me see if my idea is good or not, that will not require too much time, energy, and money, and that will not require me to quit my job, for example, or stop my business. So when I, I, I felt this motivation to start an online business, I still was working a lot in my first company. And I was like, okay, how can I test this idea? So that's when I got the idea of starting a blog, uh, a blog to to... To, to see if I could build something with that. And I, I, I started a blog like part-time while I was still managing my company. And my first blog was not a success. My second blog was not a success, but my third blog was. And um, in one year- What was your first blog? My, my first blog was about IT. I had an IT company, you know, so we were managing like the computers and network of customers and also creating software. So I, I, I I starting from my skills, which can be a way to start, but uh, yeah, it didn't work for different reasons. But also I made a lot of mistakes. Basically, this first blog was like the prototype, like the thing I used to, to learn the, the, the thing, you know, how to blog properly. The second blog, actually it had some success, but I was not happy with it because uh, was it was it a translation about? of an... What? Oh, it was ah. about, uh, it's still about happiness uh, and... Uh, meditation and minimalism, this kind of, of things. And it's actually a translation uh, of uh, an American blog called Zen Habits. Um, and I liked it. it. It was working well, but I had a problem with that. It was not my voice. It was not my articles. It was translation of, of another author. So I was not satisfied with it. So the third blog was a success. It was a blog about great books that can, that can change your life. Um, the title in French is Delivre pour changer de vie. Il dit libros que que mudar sua vida. So uh, and it, it because I mean I read these two books and maybe in one weekend each and in one weekend each they completely changed the way I was seeing a job I was doing for ATS, which is on being an entrepreneur. And I was like, oh my God, why did I didn't have this idea of reading business books before? I, I, I always loved to read, but I didn't get this idea. It was one of the worst mistakes of my life to not read business books for eight years. And I was like, hey, if I made this mistake, I'm sure thousands of people are doing the same mistake of not reading good practical books. So I created a blog to spread the word about that. Uh, and it, it, it uh, went very well. And uh, that's with this blog that I became a professional blogger and then I began to have a, a successful online company. Okay. And what do you teach in your online company? Uh, so... Um, I, I know what you used to teach. No, I know. Because we, we, and, and I'm curious to... Uh, we haven't talked for a, a year or maybe two. Dude, it's good to see you, by the way. <laughs> it's, it's good to see you again. I mean, we used to meet every three times a year in the US in this mastermind from Jeff Walker. 
that's why I met you first. So I remember you, your business growing. My business was small at the time. Now it, it's a little bit bigger. And then, it, so I remember at that time <laughs> that you should teach people how to blog and how to build an online business by blogging, if I'm not wrong. You had a no, you're right. thing so, called Blogger Pro, right? Absolutely. It, it was not my first course. That's not how I became Blogger Pro. It's important for me to say because I don't like people who make money only by teaching stuff, you know, sure. that they didn't apply yet. Uh, Your first I, product was Azure de Retisure, something like... Oh my God, oh. you remember the name? I'm actually Oh yeah, surprised. your first 167. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, it's true. It, it was my first 167, what, what, absolutely. What does it mean in English? Uh, it means act and succeed. Act and... Uh, in, in, in French is... Agir et réussir. Agir et... Réussir. Réussir is a success. Réussir. Agir in Portuguese too, it works, right? Agir is a verb. It's a verb, yeah. Success, not triumphar. Triumphar. Agir e triunfar, é, seria um... It was your first 16-7 with this product called Act and Triumph for... It was the first in, in euros. Yes, in euros. In so, euros, which makes a big difference right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was a, a course about how to create a, a business that like offline business, like the thing I knew how to do. Um, and uh, like I, I was making money with, uh, with this blog. So my blog was making maybe having like 500 visits a, a day, which is not a lot. And I was making 14,000 euros a month. And I saw like one of the biggest blogger in France, he was making, uh, he, he had like 30 times my traffic and he was making only half of my income. And I was mm. like, dude, this guy doesn't know, he doesn't know how to make money with his blog. <laughs> so that's how I got the idea of teaching people this. So I'm still teaching that. Obviously the course was updated many times since then. Uh, and but blogging right now is too restrictive. I like to say I teach content marketing. So mm. when I, I, I speak about blog, I'm not speaking about only the blog. I'm speaking as the blog as the center of your ecosystem. Of course, you need also a YouTube channel, a Facebook page, an Instagram. Instagram. Yes, exactly. TikTok as well, the, the TikToks? Uh, yeah, I just started yeah. TikTok. I, <laughs> I, I have to say, I just, I just don't like the platform, you know, but... Uh, no. I don't uh, yeah, and I, I started, but when I saw it, you know, I was so like terrified, but what I saw, I was like, okay, I need to put good content there. <laughs> so people at least learn something, you know what I mean? I mean, there is nothing wrong with a uh, distraction, but maybe it's too much into distraction, this, this, this platform, you know? So, and then after years of traveling and teaching stuff online, are you still listening to me? Yeah, yeah. Hello. I'm here. Hello. Okay. Just checking. You decided to write a book. Why did you decide yes. to write a book? Well, uh, in 2012, basically, all my dreams came true and even better than that. You know, it was crazy. I was making way more money than I could spend. I was traveling six months a year. I was inspiring thousands of people every month. I was really loving what I was doing and it's great. 
but it's also to be there it can be very uh scary and you can feel like a bit empty because you're like okay great what is the next step exactly you know uh you, you already have everything you wanted and so fast um and that's when i got the idea of writing this book because i was inspired by maslow's pyramid you know maslow's pyramid uh explain maslow to me. Maslow, maybe Maslow, you know, it's like a, it's like a pyramid and often of, of needs. And it starts, basically Maslow says, hey, you cannot really focus on your personal development if first you don't have proper food, proper water, proper shelter, you know, and then you gradually uh, build the steps. And when I look at the uh, two last steps, basically it's about uh, self-realization and um, giving value to the world. And I was like, how can I really realize myself and give even more value to the world? Uh, and I was like, hey, I always dreamed of being a, an author. So maybe I can just write my masterpiece, you know, just give everything I, I have into writing the book I wish I had when I started my first business at 19 because I made so many mistakes. Um, and that's basically how it started. So it was actually an artistic uh, creation because I, I spent four years to write it, not full-time obviously, but still. Uh, and it had a huge cost of opportunity for, for, for my business because if I will have spent this time of, uh, this energy, this time, these resources into creating products, I would have made like, I don't know, millions more, you know? Uh, but I didn't care because I had already enough money and I just wanted to create like this masterpiece. And by the way, it's a parenthesis, but sometimes I, I meet entrepreneurs who are stuck like me, who have everything they want and they don't know what is the next step. And, ask, and I tell them, maybe think about this because us entrepreneurs, we think a lot about our rise, you know? Okay, what is the leverage here? What is the return on investment on all the time, energy and money I will put? But sometimes you can also just get rid of this and ask yourself, what is the artistic creation I want to, to, to do now? What is the artistic process I want to explore? And because sometimes it's, that's what is great about having success is sometimes you have a luxury of choosing projects that you just like. And may, even if they don't have a, a great ROI in money, but that means that we have great ROI in other things like, uh, I don't know, your self-esteem, the value you give to the world and these kind of things. So that's what, but that was my project with the book. And uh, yeah, I really loved it. It, it gave me mm. the sacred fire again. You know, it gave me purpose, uh, fulfillment for, for a few years. And you and, launched uh, it in French first? Yes. And do you have the French one there? I don't have it right now. I just have the English version. Oh my <laughs> oh, wait. gosh, you, you betrayed France. You betrayed France. Because <laughs> I want to... I have it on uh, my you, Kindle, so I can show you the oh, cover yes. in French. <laughs> yeah, I would like to see the cover in French. Okay. Just to so, see. And, and you know, I, I said it's my masterpiece, but uh, obviously it's not perfect. Every time I read it, I, I find new things to improve. But at least I gave everything I had to be able to um, do the best version possible. And I was Let's so see. surprised by the success, you know, because it's a bestseller in French. We sold like... Uh, more than 100,000 uh, copies. For real? Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, which is, wow. I mean, uh, mm -hmm. one hundred thousand French people, French-speaking people, read bought your book. Yeah, I mean, but you you know that it's not because someone buy your book that it, they will read it. It's not mandatory, right? But but mm. but at least yeah. Okay. So, so how do you call it in French? Tout le monde n'a pas eu la chance de rater ses études. Okay, and how does how does it translate literally? Uh, literally, so in English it doesn't sound so well. It means not everyone had the chance to fail at his studies. So in Portuguese, ah, I think you will say not everyone has the chance to fail at studies. So todo todo mundo non tem a sorte de uh, uh, fracassar seus estudios, maybe something wow. like this. Very counterintuitive because people, at least yes. in Brazil, I'm not sure in France, we people value you have to study you have to no exactly no in france too uh that's why it's such a great title i didn't find it by the way it's my publisher who found the who found this title and this title is so like counterintuitive and even controversial that it's very hard for like someone to see it and not want to take the book in his hands to see what is what it's about you know that's right uh, so and then every time we know that the everyone is... has the chance to fail at their studies wow now, when you go to the U.S., and now you, you, you launched it in English, right? Yes. And then this one, you have the cover, right? <laughs> so it's, it's uh, the other here, the other way here, because of Instagram, it mirrors uh, it. So, can but I it's... It? Uh, uh, maybe like this. I know. Oh, God. Yeah. How did... Oh, yeah. Of course, if you go to the front camera. So, Olivier Roland, the way of the intelligent rebel. Succeed outside the system, teach yourself anything, and achieve the ultimate freedom. Okay, so when you went in English for the same book, you decided for a way different title. Why? Oh, I can't hear you. Did you? Oh, yeah. Hello. Oh, uh, now, now I can so yeah i mean i have a lot of english speaking friends like native ones like you and they all told well, me you know uh, quite not native english speaking but thank you thank you for no, me. i mean you also have native english speakers friends that's what ah. i meant ah, okay <laughs> i was thinking wow my english is that good <laughs> your english is good but you're not native at least like me no, <laughs> so. I, think, I think not native is the good description yeah but so so why did you change the title? So, so all my friends, like American, Canadians, British, they told me, well, when you translate the title in English, it doesn't sound so well, you know? I don't know why. It's some, some stuff, you know, that they are better in one language and not others. So mm -hmm. we had, I, knew, I knew we had to find, I had to find another title. So I work with my publisher. I work with people from our, our American mastermind. And I, I did also test with like Facebook and AdWords to get the, to, to know which one were the best. And this one was the winner, the, the way of the intelligent rebel. Okay, so now when people look at, yes, yeah. which is also keep going. Well, it's a great way to express what is in the book, you know. But when I, when I go to the library, for example, I say the way of the intelligent rebel, the first thing that drops in my mind is what the F, what the fuck is intelligent rebel? Yeah. So what is intelligent rebel? That's a good question. So an intelligent, an intelligent rebel, uh, it, it, it can be someone who has like uh, 
all the external signs of success. You know, for example, he can have like a great job, uh, a good car, uh, he works in a good company, he has a great family and blah, 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 you know. Um, but inside, he's hearing a voice that tells him there is something else you need to really blossom, you know, to really become the best version of yourself. Um, something is missing, is missing. And usually what is missing is, the, is creation. Uh, the way for the intelligent rebel to become the best version of himself or herself is the creation. It can be the artistic creation, so writing a book, writing a movie. It can be the creation of an adventure, like doing a world tour for one year, for example. I, I know you, you, go, you went to live two years in Barcelona, for example. It can be the creation of a business. But basically, it's the, crea the creation of his own adventures through life, you know, to, to create his own path. Um, and most intelligent travelers, they cannot be satisfied with uh, the education system and the workplace system and the traditional, you know, get the highest diploma you, you can have and do your job for 40 years. And maybe after when you will be retired, you will be able to enjoy life while your best years are already behind you. They, they understand or they feel that something is wrong with this model. It's, it's actually not good for them. Something is missing. Uh, so, and also they can be students and maybe successful students, but they feel something is, is missing. And often they feel also like misfit. They may they even can think that they are, they are the problem because they feel like they are not very, very well integrated in the cool system. Like, like me, I was so bored, you know, uh, but I had very good marks until I, I, I was like 14 or 15 when I became to be bored about school. Um, and one of the things I try to tell them in the book is like, it's perfectly fine to feel like this, to feel like a misfit, you know? Um, and it's not your fault. It's just because the system was not created for people like you. When you look at the genesis of the education system in most Western uh, cultures, it was created at the end of the 19th century to create like people who were productive at this time. So the governments, they wanted like good uh, factory workers, good employees, good soldiers. They didn't want like creative people, uh, people who were contesting authority, who could start revolutions uh, or, or would, would not obey during a war. You know what I mean? So uh, th the system was not meant for people like that. And you can see it in, in a lot of, uh, of countries until recently and, and some, in some countries even now, uh, students are still in uniform. For example, in the UK, people are still wearing a uniform to go to school. In France, it was the case until the 70s. I don't know in Brazil. Um, but, okay. uh, and you see like students align in a classroom with a teacher as the depository of knowledge, even though today everyone with a smartphone can learn more uh, than what the teacher knows. Uh, you have like a bell ringing at the end of the hour, like in a factory. And, you know, you see a lot of parallels between school or school were organized and are still organized today and factories. So, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to give in the book like proper tips and advice for intelligent rebels to create their own adventure in life and succeed. And the book is, it's, it's, a, it's, it's big. Right? How many pages it has? Can you show me? Well, um, it's kind yeah. of a, 300, 200. So it's really good because in the morning you can use it to, to do your workout. 
she's great. <laughs> and if someone uh, breaks into your house, you can also use it as a self-defense weapon, you know. <laughs> if your car doesn't have a brake and you, you, you yeah. park in a steep hill, you can put underneath the tires so it doesn't roll. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a big book. And actually, this one is like the most streamlined version because the first edition of the French version was even bigger. But yeah, I mean, I really try to give like uh, the guide I wanted to have when I, I started uh, my business at 19, you know, to, so I, if I would have have these, I would have, I've heard so many mistakes, you know, I would have gained like years. I don't know how many can you, years exactly. Can you give me an example of a big mistake? I, it's counterintuitive. It's probably counterintuitive for most people, most misfits or most intelligent rebels that dude, this is, this is, like, this is counterintuitive, but it makes a big difference. Sure. Um, well, you know, when I started the business, I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, my first business, huh? I, I basically almost went bankrupt six months after I created it. Why? Because I didn't know, I didn't have a proper strategy uh, to get customers. I did a small experiment before dropping school at 18. You know, that's uh, part of the process I shared with you about not burning your ships behind you, but taking a balance risk. Uh, so before I, I dropped school, I paid for a small ad in a local newspaper. I paid like something like 10 euros or 40, uh, 40 uh, I don't even know the change right now, but 40 reais, I guess. Uh, and I got like eight, 800 euros of sales in one month when, well i was still a student it was great it was an experiment that was on the field i could see uh, i had skills to help people that people were happy and were paying me but this experiment which gave me the confidence to drop school and start my business was not replicable when i had a business because the costs were higher when you have a real business the, these experiments was you know uh, tax-free because it was not like declared that there was no proper business structure so when I, I, I did things properly, I couldn't use the same strategy because the prices were higher. And in this newspaper, people were looking for like cheap things, you know? And then I, I basically run like a, like a headless chicken uh, for a month because I didn't know what I was doing. I spent like a fortune, um, like paying for ads in, in, in a newspaper that were not effective. Uh, I remember I, I, I put an ad in like one of the most famous local newspaper of my area. And I, I only had the budget to put an ad close to, uh, you know, the column where they, 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 they say who died recently. <laughs> so I basically who read that only old people because they want to know if maybe someone they know just died recently, you know. And I, I got a, a few of old customers, but not enough to pay for the cost. So what I learned then is it's good. And even with the, all the background I have now, it's good to maybe read a few books about marketing, uh, how to have a proper strategy to get customers or learn the product launch formula. You know, I wish I knew the product launch formula when I started, obviously, uh, because if you start a business and you don't have any idea of how you're going to get customers, well, good luck because the clock is ticking. You, you have your expenses, you if, you know it's like a snowball of expenses that is rolling more and more and you have less and less time to find out the proper strategy uh and i did something also interesting at this point because when i i was running out of money 
you know, in French, I don't know in Portuguese, but we say it's better to take the, the, the bull by the horns. Do you say that? I don't Portuguese? know. No. So it basically, when you have a problem, it's better to take the bulls by the horns, meaning you confront the problem if, instead of hiding from it. Instead of doing like a nose stretch and put your head in the sand, you know? So instead of hiding this problem from me and from others, I reached out to everyone I knew that who, who I thought could help me with this. And one guy told me, hey, but you know, there is this new type of land that, that was just like uh, released on the market. You can ask for it because I told him, you know, I know the business model is great, uh, is good because I see I'm doing good work. My customers are happy. The word of mouth, the word of mouth is starting, but I did a mistake with a strategy, the, like the, the sales strategy, and I just need a little bit more money so I can uh, keep my head above the water and have a bit of time to continue. And he said, just take a small loan like this. Uh, and it was just a, a small what? Loan. 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 Yes. Yeah. And, and just from the bank? a bit of money. Yeah. Uh, it, was, uh, from a, uh, it was a government loan that is just like uh, created to help uh, small uh, companies like me, small entrepreneurs. Um, and uh, I didn't know it existed. And my banker is, didn't know either. This guy knew. So this guy basically saved my business because I managed to get this very small loan of 6,000 euros which is nothing right you can get these two by stupid stuff like a big tv right uh, and just this small loan it was enough for me to keep my head above the water and you know get more customers and and have a successful business and this first business i sold it 10 years later for, for a good sum um so also that, that's an interesting uh lesson insight is that sometimes your business model is good you didn't execute it properly and if you don't have the money, it can be a bit tough to continue, but you know if you're gonna continue, it's gonna work, you know? So in this case, you want to be creative and try to find ways to have a bit more money so you can, you know, you, you can keep going. Awesome. And how do people buy the book? Oh, well, they can buy the book uh, in every uh, bookshops in uh, English speaking countries. And in Brazil, you can order it on Amazon, no problem. Amazon. So, yeah. and, they, and it's probably available in Kindle as well, right? Kindle, uh, Audible, and uh, the paper book, which is uh, awesome. reverse right now. Awesome, which is reverse right now. Maybe I can do that, actually. Does it work? Uh, let's see. No, wait, in the mirror? I'm thinking <laughs> I'm outside of the crazy. box. Yeah, it, it could work, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I need a better mirror. <laughs> you need a better mirror, a more lighter one. Olivier, it was, it was great to speak to you. It's great to know that your, the book is now in English, so we that don't speak French can read the book. And, um, and I wonder when you're going to start publishing in English. Are you already, do you already publish your content in English as much as you're publishing, um, as much as you're publishing French? French? Because I don't see your stories in English. I only see the no. moustache, courrier. <laughs> you didn't say croissant this time. <laughs> I didn't say croissant, right? I forgot croissant. <laughs> in fact, I was in a party yesterday with a lot of French people. So oh, really? <laughs> I'm near Jerry. Remember, you spent some time in Jericoacoara? Oh, there are a lot of French people there. There are a lot of French people there. So I'm in a place called Prea, which is the city nearby. I'm doing okay. kite surfing almost every day. And this, wow, cool. these are, I mean, probably, I would say 120% of the population here is French. 
Really? No, no, we have. I'm staying in a pousada that's owned by a French guy. And oh, okay. There's a lot of French people here. Um, but why I'm telling you that? Yeah, be because know. you were asking me, uh, do I publish content? Or like oh, yeah. And then uh, I, I often would love to hear your content. Um, mostly your, your, your Instagram, for example. And I know you have YouTube interviews and stuff, but. I see most of, uh, at the time, most of the content I could find about being a rebel, intelligent, intelligent rebel, was in French, French which doesn't True. help if you don't speak it. It's very beautiful I, to listen, but are you planning to actually go full on in English or maybe just as a side hustle? So it's a great question. And I know you, you tried also uh, to uh, launch content in Spanish. So you have the experience also. Because the thing is, um, when you try another, when you start another language, uh, you have two problems. The first one is there is a big cost of opportunity compared if you put the same amount of energy and resources in your own language. Because that's the second problem, your leverage in this language, this new language is, is zero or very, very low. Start, starting from scratch, right? Yeah, starting from scratch. And all the, when you put 10 hours of work in this other language, you will have made, you have these in results. And when you do it in your own language, you have these or the same amount of work. So exactly. it's, it's hard to stay motivated. And also you don't want to jeopardize your, your business, your first business. So, uh, I mean, when I signed the contract with Hey House, the American publisher, it was like three years ago. So I, I wanted to prepare to build a little bit my platform in English so I could, uh, you know, sell a little bit the book. But I didn't want to spend too much time because of these reasons. So I was like, okay, okay, I can delegate these and automate these. So I basically asked my team to uh, translate my most successful blog in English. So right now it exists. It, it's called Books That Can Change Your Life. Um, and uh, I also was like, okay, I want to create a YouTube channel, but I don't want to spend the time to create original content in English. Uh, so what I did is like, because I was already doing interview in English with people like you, for example, I think I had two interviews of you on my channel, my French channel. Well, it was easy to just take these videos and put them uh, because they were already in English on the English YouTube channel. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's what I did. But so obviously you don't get the same kind of results that if you really go like completely all in, like we do in you Portuguese and me French. So right now, maybe my audience in English is 1% of what I have in French, you know? So it's a bit like a catch 22. Don't have a lot of leverage. Uh, and, and because, because you don't that, have you don't... a lot of, it's hard to get motivated. Yeah, and, and because of that, you don't put a lot of energy and because you don't put a lot of energy, you don't create more leverage. And you know, it's like, so, you know, um, Right now, I, I will take the opportunity of the book being published in English to try to build my, my audience in English a little bit more. I, I have system in place. My team is already, is already uh, doing stuff. Uh, and uh, hopefully, I will try to explore this and I will put more energy than before to promote the book. So it's going to be a try, a test, an experiment, and we'll see how it goes. Um, but obviously, I will still spend most of my time and energy creating and promoting content in French, because that is my core market. Sure. Uh, even though I have to say, I'm very happy about this book being published in, in English. Uh, I think the English speaking market is like, obviously one of the best in the world, if not the best uh, in terms of uh, popularity and the number of people you can reach. And also it's like the lingua franca today, like the language 
we, we are speaking in English, even though it's not our first language, right? Uh, and I have to say, I mean, I'm sure you, you felt maybe the same thing, but uh, I have so many friends who don't speak French and maybe you have a lot of friends who don't speak Portuguese either. And it can be very frustrating sometimes because, you know, you explain what you do, but they cannot really see your content. And I had this book I was so proud about and I couldn't, my, my friends who don't speak French, they couldn't get it. So now finally that at least can have a glimpse of what I do, you know, and uh, that is very satisfying. You know, do you have it so, in audio as well yes. or not at the moment? In English yeah, as yeah. well? Yeah, in English, in audio, yeah, yeah. Audio awesome. Okay, awesome. now now that we talked a lot about the book, let uh, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions that I want to ask it myself. Okay. What what kind of content have you been following that it's you suggest me to do it? Or what what is what is what is your kind of favorite content you consume at the moment? I consume. Oh, I I, I still read a lot of books on my Kindle. I know you like to uh, listen to audiobooks, but uh, I, you're, you're a reading guy, right? Yes, I was listening to a lot of audiobooks when I was uh, driving before, but now I don't have a car anymore. I take Uber all the time, which means I can, I have my, my hands are free uh, and my eyes also. So I, I just love to read and the Kindle for me is like the best uh, thing ever because I mean, I just can read it on my iPad and even my iPhone. And since I travel so much, you know, having physical books for me, it's, it's a burden. Uh, so that's how I like to consume. And um, I'm, I'm watching a few videos on YouTube. I'm checking uh, in Instagram is the only social media I like personally. I don't know for you, but uh, I don't like yeah. TikTok. I don't like Facebook. I, I, I used to like Instagram, but I recently unfollow everyone, even you. Really? Even yeah, me? I my mean, God, my heart is broken. Yeah. No, no, I mean, <laughs> I unfollowed everyone. I mean, I, I left a couple of people from the family and stuff because I want to see the pictures. But I unfollowed everyone just to, I'm uh, sometimes, I mean, I am the opposite of you in the sense of I like to burn the ships or burn the bridges. So I said, okay, let me start from scratch again. Hmm. So I'm looking for people to follow, to consume, but it's, you know, I've been longing for someone that could, um, there are some people I love, but they don't produce as much content. For example, the FBI negotiator, have you ever heard about him? The guy that yeah. wrote Never Split the Difference? Yeah, yeah, I read the book. Yeah, so it's, I mean, he's, he's a great ideas, and, but he doesn't publish too much, right? So you have, a you, lot of you, have, like that. you have great ideas, I wish I could, you know, but you don't publish in English, of course, because it's not, it's not a core market. And I understand, I understand fully. So usually when I met some smart people, I said, dude, what, what Instagram should I? Oh, <laughs> oh okay. So what, Instagram, what? Uh, yeah, I understand. Can you recommend you, uh, some, uh, I was just looking, some people ask, ask you, well, what are good books? But I don't read. So <laughs> so <laughs> no, but you listen, you listen to audiobooks, right? I did. I do. I do. Yeah. Okay. So if they are very good, I do. So I've been okay. listening to Taleb, for example, you guys have been speaking to about Nicholas Taleb and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I just read the Black Swan, like uh, I finished it one week ago and I was blown wow. away by it. It is, right? It's a book to read several times, right? And, and you were like but, working well, in finance, so it's even more uh, interesting for you. Well, I'm very unrocked in finance itself. <laughs> but that said, um, 
strange, right? My background is so far away from me. So far away. It's like your IT skills from your IT company for you, maybe. Yeah, we have a new life now. But yeah. it was not so long time ago when you think about it. What are but your seems... new projects? Yeah, it's not yeah. so long time. Maybe it's not long time because we haven't seen each other. How, how did COVID affected your, I mean, traveling? Yeah, oh, my travel, yeah. Not, the business should, should have gone up, I guess. Yeah, I, absolutely. For us, it was like good because we were already on the internet. So yeah, mm. I mean, uh, the, the travels were like a bit disrupted last year. I basically, it was the first time since 2010 that I was spending, more, I spent more time than uh, one month in the place. Uh, so yeah, it was different. I mean, I spent eight months in a row in Dubai and it was actually good, you know? <laughs> just be... this eight months in the same place? Oh no. Yeah, it, just first time in 10 years. So I was like, ah, why not? You know, it's, it's also an experiment uh, for me to stay eight months in a place. Uh, and uh, I really liked it because I, I, uh, I, I, I took the time to really explore Dubai. And now I have uh, friends and uh, I know a lot of good places. If you come to Dubai, tell me and uh, I'm sure we'll have a blast. Just don't go, don't come in the summer. Okay, don't, don't come now, for example, it's yeah. a bad idea. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I really liked it. Uh, and actually when I started to travel again, like mid June, I went to Portugal and I didn't want to, to leave Dubai. I was like, ah, but I love Dubai too much. But now that I've been, I've been traveling for two months again, I'm back in the and, and, and now it's, it's life back to normal. The travels like Istanbul, the COVID and stuff. How's life there? Well, not completely. You still have friction. Like you need to fill uh, out stupid forms uh, before you take the trip. Are you, need, uh, did you decide to get vaccinated? Yeah, I, I got the vaccine. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, okay. just simpler for a lot of destinations if you, have, if you are vaccinated. Sure. Uh, but you still have to do PCR tests. I got it. I got it as well. Yeah. Ah, okay. All right. So, so you, you need to do PCR tests. Some countries, uh, they don't accept you if you're not a citizen. So you, you need to check a little bit more. There are still frictions, but you can travel. I mean, I've been to Portugal, France, Dominican Republic, Panama, Mexico, and now I'm in Istanbul. So definitely you can still travel. Are you on the way back to Dubai now? Yeah, uh, maybe I will stay one week, one week or two more here and then I go back to Dubai. It's interesting because Dubai is so far away that you always have to stop by somewhere, right? Well, from Istanbul, it's like maybe three hours flight. It's maybe so it's from, okay. from Dublin, so it's really good. Yeah. Okay, so so you don't consume much of your content from the internet. So you usually consume most of your content from books. Yes, I do. Mm. I think books, uh, I mean, I, I like I like to, to watch some uh, people on YouTube. And I do actually... I try to, I have in my to-do list, my daily to-do list to uh, try to see at, at least one of your videos so I can improve my Portuguese. But also, oh. I like to learn interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, also your podcast. I listen to your podcast too. Oh, uh, for Portuguese, in Spotify, why, which platform do you do? Uh, iTunes. I, I listen iTunes. to them on my, uh, on my uh, I mean, Apple Podcasts, right? I listen to them on my, uh, on my phone when I do sports usually. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, it's a great way to learn a language, basically. So, yeah. But and, as, as, as for me, for what, it was one of the first years that I stayed the whole year in Brazil as well. So I didn't travel, of course, for COVID. And then I start 
loving it actually yeah i understand so, i felt the same way <laughs> i i'm in a place which is just look at that so good it's nice it's nice and i took on kite surfing as a skill so for the last maybe eight weeks i've been kiting for two or three hours a day i mean like downwinding in this it's so yeah so i i went from from liking big cities and this stimula that you get from the big cities from just like i, I haven't wear shoes for a long time so i'm, I'm like shorts and shoes and i'm working a lot and can you share yeah man <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh look uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was and and recently i've been testing something uh, mm -hmm. f uh philosophy it's called done by one have you ever heard about done by one no nope. like uh, i'm testing and i've been successful at it for a couple of weeks around uh, already but not for years so i stopped working at one like for real 1 p.m and if you know me stop working if you have a mobile in your hand means i don't produce content i don't i don't Maybe I do a story, like if it's a beautiful place and I feel like, but one yeah, story is not really work. Yeah, that's why we can't do much of our interviews so much later, because okay. it's, uh, if you have a, if you want to do done by one, I start at five, actually. Today, I'm a little bit hungover from the French yesterday, French parties. So I, but from you know, five, five to six, fun? I produce content or creatives. Yeah. It's fun because I spent uh, in France, the national day is the 14th of July, you know, and I spent, so it's like a, a lot of parties. And I was in France at the time, and I was invited mm -hmm. to a Brazilian party in Paris to celebrate this. And they, I saw I, you I, in a rooftop or something, yes, right? Yes, and it was, it was Brazilian. Everyone was uh, wearing white clothes because, in, uh, you know, it's, it's connected to the new year in Brazil, but they Brazil wanted to do the same for the national day. So, it's, it's funny. I mean, I was in, with French Brazilian people on the rooftop in Paris celebrating this and you did like uh, a French party in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm exper experimenting this and I used to kid with me that I was the nine to five guy because I had an office and I went to the office. We were, we were making fun of you with that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You have to update your jokes. You said you have a five to one guy i'm the five to one but i'm five feeling one, man you start at 5 a.m it's crazy yeah i mean i have kids so they yeah i mean and i don't have a tv so and i don't work later so i'm, I'm more productive in the morning and i kind of like it some people prefer the other way around but i it's kind of my biological clock works really well and and i love what this time do you do you go to bed i it will scare you, but sometimes seven, sometimes eight. Yeah, you see. Oh my God. So you it's crazy, six. right? Think yeah. about a guy that's a misfit. Every time I say <laughs> this to someone, I, I can say that I'm an intelligent rebel. But well, I'm asking you, I'm telling you as a strategy, because what strategies have you been doing that I don't know of, that have been trying being successful in your productivity? Because I know productivity uh, is very important for you. You're the, the personification, yes. the incarnation of the 8020 rule. So what, is, what have you been trying? I mean, done by one for me is just like being awesome. 
what is it for you the classical things that is is working that because i know you test a lot of things well i think you you are very good too i mean you're a good example of someone who are smart uh and did they get most of things i mean i would say what is the most important thing to me and i see it again because i'm traveling again is it's counterintuitive but a lot of people when they want to be more productive they're learning uh, productivity strategies or they, they learn to delegate or automate and the problem with that if if you don't know how you will use your the, the time you are freeing it's usually you do that all for nothing because if for example you gain two hours a week and when you have your free time you're in front of your computer and you don't know what to do by default usually you will just try to find new work or you will just watch a cat video on the on youtube you know what i mean netflix you will not, yeah you will not fill your, your time with really fulfilling stuff uh so it's counterintuitive but the first step to be more productive is to find something in your life that makes you excited to close your computer like me for kiting yeah exactly uh kite yeah oh. and for me it's traveling uh you know when i travel when I, i'm in istanbul right now i want to do one billion things besides working i want to explore the place try the food meet the people do activities you know uh so i'm super uh, motivated to do my work as fast as possible as efficiently as possible i'm not going to watch uh, videos of cats okay I, i want to close the computer as fast as possible so i can explore the place so for you is sky surf maybe wake surf too um and i think it's important for people to find these kind of things and yeah they, they need to explore these uh, well when you start your business let, let me add some uh, subti sub subtilities here when you start your business you want to have your a knife in your in your between your teeth like this and go all in okay you want to give everything you have to start the business and make this successful this is better when you reach a stage where you have already enough success that you can take a step back and you know uh see you see what is going on and and reflect and have more balance in your life and when you do that it's important to have these kind of activities that really fulfill you outside of work um and Strange. when you have that so the yeah? first step to be let let me just summarize because this is a counterintuitive idea the okay. first step in your way to be productive is to have a very good reason to be a, to want to be productive because if yes. you don't have a good reason to want to close your computer you keep looking at it to get distracted let's say to yeah, get you want i to mean feel i avoid. you want to feel no one there is an expert oh this is i i i saw in youtube <laughs> there there was an experiment where they i i give you the i mean it was i saw in a channel called veritasium it's kind of he it was a scientific experiment but i don't know the source but it's not fake news it, this is this is a real thing they put people in a room to put it more roman said you're going to stay how many minutes i don't know but it's a white room but you can get out anyway if you push this button and if you push the button you get an electric shock shock like an uncomfortable electric shock shock so and people could push the button anyway and if they stay the whole time they even get more money so if they push the button they get a shock they don't get the money and and believe me or not so basically you, you say they ask people to be bored for how many minutes and 25% of the women press the button 
and uh, 65% of the men press the button. Oh, interesting. So women they are prefer... more resistant. Hmm. Women uh, in this, in this, and the 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 title of the the the, the video, if you want to watch it, is a good video. By the way, a good video for creative people. It's 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 called why boardroom is good for you. Okay. Which is a counterintuitive, and first establish the thesis that we hate bored to be bored, like we prefer electroshocks <laughs> than to do. But anyway. It, it just ties to your thing that we hate to be bored. So if we are done by work and then we are bored, then we will go back to working or make our work last a little bit more. So maybe the most productive thing I've done in my last eight weeks is to have, and this is a project where I want to kite from Fortaleza, which is a city, you probably know it, in Ceará, yeah. to... Atins. Have you been to Atins? Have you ever heard no. about Atins? I've been in the area, but uh, yeah, I mean, Atins, yeah, Atins is 600 kilometers from Fortaleza. So I'm, I'll be kiting 600 kilometers. And, and that's, Oof. yeah, that's, that's, a lot. that's, that's the Instagram part. But if I'm tired, that's I, awesome, man. I actually go in a pickup and do the rest. <laughs> so okay. that, that, that part, I mean, it's not like for the challenge. It's not a challenging thing. So I have a pickup nearby that I can go in if I get tired, something like that. But I know the cities I will be in. But it's a project that I'm running with my wife. Julian is kiting as well. That's so we cool. kite every day. We're doing every day a 40 kilometer. And every day we have to learn a new skill that's useful for a downweight. That's awesome. Which, yeah, so maybe that's, I didn't thought about that, but that's a good decision. I've been done by one, and it's been crazy good. Yeah, I've been produ producing a lot, even lives and stuff. But thank you, thank you. Well, Olivier, first of all, thank you for the generosity of appearing here at this crazy time, which is the crazy time I have to block to do interviews and stuff <laughs> like that. Now thank I understand. Thank you for inviting me, man. And well done for your book. And Thank you. Yeah, it was really nice to talk to you about different ways of thinking, I think. And I must say, for the record, I prefer the first title. Okay, interesting. Interesting, yes. because when you said the first title, I, I had an internal wish to read the book. Hmm. So if you ever launch in Portuguese... I hope so, see, one day. I, th I think it's... Not everyone has I, I the think, luck to fail in school. It's I think in Portuguese it can work. We'll see, but I think it can work. But uh, it, the Rebel Intelligence, it was a more philosophical title. So it needs explanation, right? So the subtitle is very important for the, for the English book, right? It is. And yeah. for the French book, the, we call so the much. Curiosity Killed the Cat. Have yeah. you ever heard about this expression? Do you have this expression? Uh, this um, expression, the curiosity killed the cat? No, but uh, I mean, I understand what it means, but uh, yeah. I, mean, I understand it's about curiosity, but yeah. But yeah, what, what yeah. Is it? yeah, it kills the cat because the cat is always trying to to explore yeah. and sometimes... Uh... <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why we use that, but uh, apparently one cat died for curiosity. Anyway, dude, it was nice to have you here. Thank you very much. And guys, if you're listening to me and you speak English, you should check his book out because... Uh, one thing that I know for for um, for Olivier is that he is the real deal. 
for several years the real deal like the personification the incarnate because we have a lot of people that pretend to be the real deal like looks like the real deal but it's not really the real deal that really travels li really lives through this philosophy but i can tell you from knowing you for maybe 11 maybe seven eight years i guess he's the real deal eight years how many years do i you i think we maybe. met end of 2010 actually so it's like almost, maybe 11, uh, 11 years 11 years yeah yeah, yeah. And we joined, we joined the Jeff Walker's group the first year. So. Right. I know, I know the guy for 11 years and he's been true to the, his philosophy for 11 fucking years. So he's the real <laughs> deal. Thank you very much. You, well, 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 my intelligent rebels. Thank you for listening. You are still here, which means you are part of the 15%, the 10%, the 5%, maybe the 2% of people who manage to listen until the end. So you are part of the most motivated listeners. Thank you for this and congrats. Now, would you like to share the love about this podcast if you like it? If yes, feel free to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform like iTunes or Spotify. It will mean the world for me because it will motivate me to continue to create content to help you create your own adventure in life. And it will help spread the word and reach more intelligent rebels and help them also create their own adventure in life. Thank you in advance if you do it and see you soon. Bye-bye.